0: Like so of these children here, like, they're, they're brilliant kids. They're absolutely brilliant. But they haven't been given, like, the space-time opportunity to be able to, like, to expand that brilliance or to utilize that brilliance. And I was like, I could come to Delaware College College. I could be, like, part of, like, an effort, like, part of a movement to, like, make education and make mentorship more accessible to so many other students. <music> Thank you. Can't
1: complain. So, I wanted to start by touching on your journey to St. Andrews. So, I know a little bit how you're first introduced to St. Andrews because your older brother Tim went there. I guess I want to learn more about the decision making process of choosing and wanting to attend St. Andrews as a new sophomore. So, can you just sort of walk us through that experience and transition and why you wanted to attend St. Andrews as that new sophomore?
0: easy so my very first year of high school I attended I did a dual enrollment program where I would attend a STEM magnet school one day like a regular public high school the next day and I really struggled with forming connections with my peers as in they put it like I didn't have any friends so and that was really rough on the other hand, like academically, like I was in heaven. Like I took all these challenging college level courses, like a lot of physics and math stuff and a lot of STEM work. I was very happy, but I realized that like, along the way that I needed more than to be academically challenged to be happy. Like I needed to be like doing something with my life and for other people. I need to be with other people, like in community with other people. And if there's one thing about St. Andrew that they go on and on and on about that they're all about community. So then I think halfway through the year, like once COVID hit, I was like, you know. I don't want to spend the rest of my three high school years just like putting my head down and doing like math and science problems and like not really talking or interacting, connecting or serving anybody else. So I said, okay, I can I can still do like good academic work and be in a community. And I can get that by attending St. Andrews. So I transferred.
1: I know that it's still very fresh as you, as you recently graduated St. Andrews around a month or so ago. But I'm curious, if I asked you to reflect on your experience and the community that you were able to join and the relationships that you're able to form and the challenging a- academics, I guess, how did St. Andrews help you grow as a student, as a person?
0: I mean, help me grow in so many ways. Like I used to be or I still am a little bit. I used to be like a lot of a perfectionist. I used to believe if I couldn't do something perfectly, there was no point in doing it at all. When in St. Andrews, I realized that sometimes all you can do is like, you can't, sometimes you can't even give 100%. Sometimes then it's giving 75 or 25 or how much you have that day. That's enough. And like sometimes that's your best. And that's completely okay. Like as long as you're still giving. Like, that's completely okay. And I also learned, like... Before I used to, like, when I when I, what you call it, like, when I was studying in school, like, in my mind, like, the end goal was, like, acad- like we call it, like, academic validation. Like, that was the end goal. Like, the accolades, like, the awards, like, the high five, like, the great job. Like, that's why I was doing the work. But at St. Andrews, I realized, mostly with like, the community service program, I realized that, like, it should be for so much more than that. Like, that's, that's a really hollow reason to, like, even to be, to live, be living or be, to be working. Like, it really should be to help other people to be in service to other people. Like, that's why I should be trying so hard in the classroom when we're trying to learn all these things. I can, like, make a change and make a real difference. Like, that's why I should be doing these things. And that helped me grow. And also, I don't know, I used to be, Could I hold myself to very high standards, I used to hold others to very, very high standards, but not communicate to them that those were the high standards I was holding them to, and then get really upset and angry when they wouldn't meet those high standards. St. Andrews taught me a lot about communication, like the importance of just, like, talking to other people instead of just thinking everything in your head and just hoping they can read your mind. That's not how life works, and I learned that at St. Andrews.
1: Why well, come back to Delaware after graduation and serve as a student advisor here at Delaware College Scholars when you could really be doing anything that you wanted with your summer?
0: Oh, I mean. I, guess I have a real passion for, like, education and mentorship. I believe that like, in life, like, education is everything. Like, having that, having that access to education, that can, that can really change. It's completely transformative. There's so many people that go through life, and not only if they don't want to learn, but they're, literally not, they're not given the space or the time or the resources to learn. And that, they're deprived of that for their entire life, and then later on it really comes back to bite them. And of so these children here, like, they're, they're brilliant kids. They're absolutely brilliant. But they haven't been given, like, Space time opportunity to be able to like to expand that brilliance or to utilize that brilliance, and I was like, I could come to Delaware College. College. I can be like part of like an effort, like part of a movement to like make education and make mentorship more accessible to so many other students, and also. Like in like in my life, in my, in my you know, I've, I've learned for my whole like eighteen years on this earth. Is that I've made a lot of mistakes, and those mistakes in my mind are, like completely meaningless. But I, if others can learn from them as well, so I got to come here and like tell people like, oh, like, you know, in my junior year, like I totally panicked and I kind of like I stopped talking to my friends, focused on my work. And looking back, I wish I spent more time with the people that mattered to me. I can tell them things like that, and that means that means that, that year I spent making doing all the wrong things, like even meaningless, that it means something now, and it can help someone else, and that's that's really important to me. So yeah, I just really wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to like, be in service to others this summer. And like, that's what I love to do. And I got to do that here, so I'm so grateful.
1: Well, the feeling is certainly mutual, Sarah Rose, as we, we feel incredibly lucky and are incredibly grateful to have you with us. I'm curious, what in your own words, I guess, makes you a great student advisor? Because I see your ability to connect with just various types of students and your ability to share your story, but also listen to theirs. Um, It's just been really beautiful to watch. So I guess just in your own words, why do you think you have been so successful?
0: I think at the end of the day, I would have to say it was being an older sister. Because in my mind, I see myself like like an older sister to all these student advisors. And I understand. Okay, I used to be a terrible sister. Like when I was a little kid, like I was like the like, I don't know if you can imagine but I was like a really I was a strict like really harsh person. I had like you know really high standards, and if my little brother didn't meet them, like I would explode. I'm like, what are you talking about? What What do you mean you can't understand? I'll I really get. I'll like, be. I'll be really intense. But, like, as I, like, got older, I realized that often people just need, like, a smile or a kind word or some encouragement. that can, like, completely change this position. So when I came to DCS, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't coming with, like, this, like, authoritarian, like, dictator-type dictator mentality where it's like, oh, my goodness. I have to be really strict and harsh with these kids so they can, like, get on the right track and put them on the right path. But instead, I wanted to be, like—I wanted to— be there for them, I want them, to, I want them to feel safe with me, that they can be able to talk to me, I can help them out. I want them to be trust between the two of us, I want us to be comfortable with each other, and that's what I really try to do with all my advisors and all, the, and all the scholars that are here. And I feel like that's probably what makes me a, a pretty okay like student advisor.
1: You are certainly more than a pretty okay student advisor, so just know that we think the world of you and that we, again, incredibly grateful to have someone like you helping us. We are going to transition a bit here to our Mad Minute segment, just rapid fire question and answer between you and me. First one up What's your favorite spot on the St. Andrews School campus?
0: Oh, I think it would be the Iron mean, DuPont Library. I love that library. Shout
1: out Lisa Myers.
0: Oh my goodness, yeah! Shout best best librarian ever. I
1: I paid her to say that. <laughs> Favorite class that you took at Saint Andrews?
0: Oh, two favorite classes that I ever took would be uh, AS Calculus BC with Mr. Alana and then English Four with Mr. Tori. Favorite teacher? Oh, Mr. Tori and Mr. Alana, my favorite teachers.
1: Favorite food?
0: Ever? Well, my mom makes this another Nigerian soup called Bono. It's like draw soup. It's like soup, but it's it's thick. It's thick soup. It's really good.
1: Favorite TV show?
0: Television show? I don't know. That's really tough. Okay, I always go back. To, oh, I I love How I Met Your Mother. That's an awesome show.
1: Favorite musical artist?
0: Mm, okay, it would have to be either Ava, SZA, Rema, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, one of the five.
1: You recently turned 18. I did. Shout out to you. If I asked you to reflect on just life, hmm. what are you most proud of?
0: I'm really proud about how my understanding of failure has changed. But like before, I used to like really fear failure. And if I failed like in any capacity doing anything, I would like totally spiral. Like it would be like the end of the world. Like an A- on the test terrible. Like, I was talking to someone, and, like, if the conversation got really awkward, horrible. Like, I would be like, oh, my God, like, I'm failing at the person, failing at the student, failing at the daughter. And I, used to, I used to always think about, like the negative of the things I'm doing. But then, I think maybe, like, when I was, like, I think I made part in St. Andrews, I realized that, you know, even though I might not do everything perfectly, even though I might make mistakes sometimes, that's just because like, I'm a human being. And, I I just call it. Like, what is life without mistakes? Like, it, are you really living if you're just like doing everything perfectly and everything going great? Also, that's like inconceivable. That's never gonna happen. No one can ever live like that. So I'm so happy that I become the kind of person that I can be. I can be so happy with the little things, even like the little imperfect things. Like this morning, I woke up and there was a student who needed ibuprofen. I took it to the. And she came back, she was really happy. And all the an awesome perfect moment for me. And I was so happy I was able to do that for someone. And it was really small, but like, you know, I really like it made my morning like, you know, kind of meaningful. So yeah.